Hello, lovers, and welcome to another episode of Oso oh Smitten, the wedding podcast. I know you're going to adore today's episode just as much as I do, as I'm talking about all the finer details of a signature cocktail moment. I spoke with Shay, the beautiful owner and creator of the Divine Cocktail Floats from Agira. Her brand was initially inspired by a personal need and blossomed into a business idea. With her time spent primarily working in emergency services, she needed a creative outlet to unwind and recharge. She puts her heart into every design and ensures she encapsulates the vision of what the couple are wanting for their day. After this episode, you'll be reaching for your signature cocktail of choice or dreaming of a cocktail tower moment for your day. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome, Shay. I mean, it's of no surprise to the listeners that I've asked you to come onto the podcast today as anything to do with signature cocktails has my name written all over it. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. What's your poison of choice? Oh, I mean, always a chili margarita. That's the OG. Absolutely. Yeah. Can't go past <laughs> all, it. Exactly. But I feel like I've become, I've been loving gin lately. So usually oh. I would have been staying so far away from gin, but anything with gin lately, I've been like, yeah, even in winter. Oh, nice. I do have a really nice elderflower <gasps> gin recipe, actually. So oh, my God. We maybe must we'll share. have to look at uploading some recipes. Yeah. That is a great idea. It's so funny because in all the previous episodes, anytime we've been talking about a moment that we're so excited for within our wedding day, I'm always like signature cocktail moment. Like we just need yes, it. Yes, absolutely. 100%. And it really tells the tale of you as a couple. Yeah, it just levels up the whole day. Absolutely, 100%. It's so funny because I feel like as a celebrant, obviously I'm talking to couples about you know their ceremony and what their beginning of the day is going to look like. And I feel like that is just where we bring all the energy. So I'm always thinking, mm-hmm. so what are we doing prior to the ceremony? Like when are we serving cocktails? What's happening? And yes, they're always like- get the guests excited. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly right. Now, of course, before we start, I always have to ask, are you in your bride-to-be era or have you said I do? Oh, I said I do just last November, actually. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yes. I didn't even know. So tell me yes. all about it. Unfortunately, on the day it did rain. However, I will say to any uh, brides out there that are worried about um, rain on their big day, it made for some glorious photos. Um, yeah. We actually got some of those, the see-through umbrellas and our videographer captured my stepson running with these two umbrellas, which is absolutely stunning. Oh my gosh. That's so um, beautiful. Yeah. And the entire day was actually based around the color of my station ring in the end so I oh my gosh I love this I know that's the type of person I am so I pitched my station ring and I was very cognizant of uh, making sure that that was a simple and luxe and then that sort of color theme really flowed throughout the rest of the day I made sure that the table wasn't too overwhelming and it really sort of just blended in and the aesthetic went through the entirety of the day which was oh my gosh I love that you're just like speaking to my heart when you're saying that the whole theme (laughs) of the day just all began from the coloring of station I love that. That's, and so whereabouts me, did you get married? So we got married in Levantine Hill, which is a winery in Victoria. Absolutely stunning. And the staff there were just incredible. They were so helpful. The wine is top tier. The food, exquisite. It was <laughs> wonderful. All the important details, of course. Exactly. So let's get into chatting, of course, what you're here for today. And that is your incredible cocktail float. Tell me about the name. How did that come about? And how do you pronounce it? So 
Argira is the business name, and that is named after my two stepchildren, Ariana Beautiful. and Grayson. And so it's the first three letters of both of their names and then put together and then flipped back to front. Essentially, it all sort of came around actually because of Ariana, one of Ariana's birthday parties, which I'm massive into oh my gosh. Um, planning and getting behind. Yes. So, and I really wanted a little reminder that, you know, everything that we do in the, in the end is for them. So it's I just love a, that. You know, it's really close to me. That is so beautiful because I guess like being in business, I have two young girls myself. And so I'm constantly trying to remind myself like, you know, it's not time away from them. I'm kind of creating moments yes. for them in long term. But sometimes it's exactly. hard. I mean, they left their house this morning. It was absolute chaos. Yes. And then all myself together and I'm like, we have got this. So yes. I totally resonate with that. And that is so beautiful. I mean, I feel like I'm only just delving into the birthday party era and it kind of terrifies oh, me because what a time. We might need to chat about one signature cocktail recipes and then two yes. birthday parties. I just I can't wait till they're on another level. And I'm really fortunate at the moment that, you know, we're still able to do the themed birthday parties. Yes. So we've got, you know, like Star Wars coming up this year, which amazing. I haven't really seen all the Star Wars, yeah. but it's gonna be elite. Thankfully my daughter's birthday is actually in October. So I feel like I have the progression mm-hmm. of everyone else's birthday parties prior to and I get all the nice. ideas right and then I feel I like I can kind of come out with a bang but it's so funny because yes. I said to my husband I said well you know Frankie's birthday's coming up the end of the year like so far this is what other families have chosen but I was like I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get a cocktail cart for all the parents I would absolutely come to that right so good right you'd appreciate it I feel like I'm gonna put my money into signature cocktails for my daughter's birthday yes. for the parents and then yes. entertainment like a face painter a fairy some nice. sort of situation like that right everyone's entertained at that point <laughs> exactly I'll be like maybe you should get dropped off you don't need to drive here <laughs> everybody get an Uber. so good now you're an incredibly busy woman working in emergency services by day a stepmom as you said two beautiful children Ariana and Grayson so how did this all come about um so actually our gear started um I was creating a personalized Christmas ornaments so I was getting all the red pictures and putting dried flowers um, in clear ornaments I was oh beautiful giving those away for Christmas then I ended up getting married in November so all of that got put on hold and Ariana's birthday party was December her birthday is New Year's Eve and we had a Harry Potter birthday party the butterbeer was just I don't know there was something missing from the butterbeer so I wanted to come up with something a little bit extra for that and so that's actually how the cocktail floats came about oh was my from gosh Harry Potter buddy yes. I just I also just see the joy in your face like as you're talking about the product but also the birthday parties it's so beautiful because you can tell that you're genuinely just so passionate about it yeah absolutely I mean to be fair Harry Potter like I think I was more excited <laughs> than she was but I think I'm such a fan of paying attention to small details I think it's absolutely critical yes. um, and it is in both lines of work realistically but I think you know in terms of weddings and thinking about couples big days the guests are going to come in and that's what they're going to take away and remember they're going to remember the food the dancing the love yep. but all of the little details yes. that the couples paid attention to so I just love that because be I feel about. like when I was planning my wedding day I was worried about all those little things like I was questioning and asking family yes. and friends like how should I have the napkin should I have it flat and 
and like off the table or should I have it in a knot? And they're all like, you're not going to remember this. But I'm like, yeah, but this no. is what I love right now. And this is what I want yes. to be focusing on. So tell me. Exactly. Not you get that. married once. So you want to be, you want to be doing that, you know, focusing on those little things. It's your moment. It's your wedding. Yes. Absolutely get excited about and that sort of thing. I would have to agree as to that is why the podcast came about because as a marriage celebrant, I am talking with couples at the beginning of their journey and then all the way through. So of course, I'm always wondering how they're going with other vendors and things like that. And I just want to make sure that they've invested in all these incredible vendors to have as part of their day. I'm saying to them, okay, you've got your photographer. So we're going to make sure that we nail every single photo opportunity in your ceremony so that at our rehearsal, yeah, we're going over. Okay. When you hand over the rings, like, I don't know if the dog's going to come and hand up the rings. Well, then we're going to make sure that the photographer, videographer knows exactly where to be for that moment when they're there. Perfect. And completely agree with all the finer details. It's just so beautiful. So let's just tap in a little bit more about what do you exactly do in emergency services? So I'm a manager in emergency communication services and I oversee, so this is all at triple zero, Victoria, and I oversee the team leaders who look after the call takers and dispatchers that are speaking to um, members of the public in the community on their very worst day of their life. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it can absolutely be hectic. But like I've said on a, a little post that I posted about myself, on my Instagram page, it means that my entire career is about meeting and beating deadlines. So I think whilst emergency services and the events industry maybe seems like two polar opposites, it's actually, you know, really some transferable skills that I think. Absolutely. And it's probably like a quite a calming moment for you to be able to do this. I know that it's such a creative outlet for you just to be able to like clock off from your job or all the other things that are happening in our life and just be able to show that creativity side. I think it's so important. Yeah, I get to tap into the other side of my brain and really unwind with, you know, designs and get to see, you know, some really positive feedback from clients, which unfortunately, given my other line of work, is not oh. necessarily how that goes. So yeah. it's really nice to sort of have some positivity and some creativity. So share with us, without sharing your secret, of course, the concept of the cocktail float. So how they made and just a little insight about the process, I guess. So I will speak to couples and they will give me their brief ordinarily. Yep. So it might be as simple as a monogram or... Or, you know, here's our color palette. Some couples send me full lookbooks on what their wedding is going to look like, which I am here for. Share um, a Pinterest board. Really, please, absolutely. The more of the brief that I have to work with, uh, the more successful the design will be. Come up with something either bespoke or work with the fonts that they're using in their stationery so that aesthetic does flow through. So, yeah, the whole design process and production is done right here in my home in Spotswood, Melbourne. It is a very physical process. So, the printing, picking, packing process is quite physical, which means it is very time consuming. But no, it, it leads to really great quality product because we only use the best. And yeah. I think the couples really see that when they get their product. Um, are you surprised at how much it's taken off? So obviously you started it for, you know, a Harry Potter themed butterbeer party. Did you ever imagine that so many people would resonate with it and just go, oh my gosh, I need that? It's actually really exciting as well. When I saw, you know, the followers increase on Instagram, the purchases come through and the real need for the product. You know, I've seen other people come and go and they're starting to create something similar and calling them floats and I just think wow yeah that trendy this is amazing so yeah it's crazy but I really feel like I found my people get that little luxe extra detail yes that's really going to make everything pop I think it's really yeah. wonderful I remember seeing them for the first time again usually everyone that I have on the podcast is usually because my algorithm has aligned with them and I remember seeing them and just being like oh my gosh they are just divine <laughs> oh amazing thank you so much you were saying as part of the design process 
that people can, I guess, give you ideas of what they're after. So they can kind of be a part of that process. But then I'm sure you probably have some standard designs that people might use that are quite, that could go with any type of wedding. Yeah, absolutely. So we do have some designs already on the website. I do feel like weddings specifically, I'm probably aiming more towards a bespoke design currently. I think things like bridal showers and hens parties, I've definitely got some options on the website where people can just check out because ordinarily that's bridesmaids organizing that on the behalf of the bride. But I feel like no two weddings are the same. You can absolutely organize your initials or a monogram, which might look similar to your best friend's wedding if they're organizing the same sort of thing. But I really do aim towards a more bespoke float for weddings because it's your day. You are unique and so should your float be. Absolutely. I've seen some of those hens ones and I'm like, oh my gosh. I saw the espresso martini tower that, well, not a champagne. Oh my gosh. I was just How like epic. so amazing and I'm I guess so annoyed that I didn't think of them <laughs> I know but I mean I've never seen it done I've seen the champagne tower no. done obviously numerous yes. times which is so beautiful yes. eloquent and just bougie I'm like love that but yes imagine being the cocktail maker for that like shaking all those oh. <laughs> and it's funny because the bartenders from Noosa they posted that and they'd organized the floats through me and when I saw and the couple's actually there shaking the cocktail and then pouring it down I was just like what a moment so incredible I'm so jealous that I didn't have that at my wedding oh I know this is why I keep telling my husband I have to do this all over again I'm like it's research I've got some more ideas (laughs) exactly I guess you were saying before the feedback that you're getting from couples are they just in Mm -hmm. awe of I guess they're receiving the product but they're not using the product in its true form until the day because obviously they're receiving the floats in itself but you have to add it to the drink to really see the magic so I guess are you getting the feedback from them after the wedding? Yeah, I mean, I get sent pictures of of how the beverages have gone, which is really, really wonderful. But you're right, the feedback doesn't necessarily come until after the event. I do, in most cases, try to include one or two spares because I know myself personally, I'd be like, okay, how does this work? There is absolutely opportunity for the couples to to open it up and have a a bit of a go and see what it's going to look like for their guests. But yes, the feedback doesn't necessarily come until afterwards, but all of it's been positive. I haven't had any negative feedback so far, nothing constructive. So I think people see things on Instagram and they think, okay, how is this going to translate to my own day? And when they actually get there and they go, wow, okay, this is even better in person. That's really rewarding. Yeah. And it's almost like when you get those couple of extras, when you first order, it's almost like you have to have a cheeky one just to like test it out. Absolutely. (laughs) Definitely. I feel like, okay, look, where's my cocktail shaker? (laughs) Yeah, we may as well. Let's just go. So share with the couple about the process when they inquire all the way up to their Mm -hmm. order. What does that look like in Mm -hmm. time frame wise? So how far out do people need to be ordering? Yeah, so our floats actually last 12 to 18 months if they're stored correctly and they do come with storage instructions. So I don't leave you high and dry. You absolutely know what you should be doing with your cocktail floats to ensure that they're fresh right up until the, the event. So even couples getting married in August next year can be ordering today and still have them fresh in time for their event. I do feel like couples generally will organize maybe three months out and that's just because they've got their stationery already organized so they're aware of you know their theme of their wedding and the fonts that they're wanting to use any details such as you know okay there's going on espresso martini so I want them to be black so I am finding that that's kind of the sweet spot once couples have already purchased the floats I will start the concept process which is where I come up with the designs I'll send that to the couple they then get to select out of the designs that I've come 
up with which they prefer. And then we go into production. And at the moment, we do have a bit of a backlog in the production queue, which is very exciting. But it is about a two-week time once a couple has approved the design. And then two weeks later, they'll they'll be sent out to you. Incredible. I think that's like a bit bittersweet is that like you have a bit of a backlog, which goes to show how popular they are. And that's amazing. But of course, yes. it just is a reminder to couples who are planning their day. If you're wanting it a part of your day, then definitely be ordering it now. Because as you say, it has that time in which they're still good to use. Exactly. Absolutely. And I am actually closing for November this year. I want to make sure that all of the orders are out prior to my leave and I won't be coming back until the 1st of December. So, you know, Christmas floats or weddings in December. Absolutely. Now is probably the time to start thinking about it. Now, what do people need to be mindful of when having them a part of their day? So for example, if they're handing them over to bar staff, is there anything like in like that they need to be sharing? Um, So on the back of the card that I, the floats in, it's actually got all the storage instructions and how to actually use the floats. So it is quite self-explanatory for the bar staff. One point I will say is that if you are having a champagne tower or a cocktail tower, the floats need to go on top of the beverage and not be sitting in the glass for the pour, purely because it is edible ink and it will run quite quickly if the liquor or the liquid is poured on top of the cocktail float. However, when it's placed on top, the float will actually move with the beverage. So you don't actually get too much of the the ink run. Wow. It's so detailed, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) So do you have any plans for your future with the business and any new designs on their way or products to share with the listeners? Any cheeky insights? Oh, cheeky insights. I'm currently working on a Christmas range and I know it's August, but I'm very, very excited. So there will be a Christmas range coming out just for summer cocktails. But additionally, I am uh, in the process of working on pool floats, which floating designs to go in a pool if you have a summer wedding and that there's a pool in the backdrop. I think that's going to be a really nice added touch. I do have one ready to go that says wife of the party for some beautiful photos for advertising. Being in Melbourne, our weather doesn't make for the best photos currently. So I'll have to wait till spring to, yeah. to maybe watch that. But well, you'll just definitely... have to have a sweet little holiday to Noosa and then you always have beautiful weather. <laughs> What a terrible time. Sounds awful, right? Yes, yes. So where would you say the best place for people to find you who are planning their day? Like, do you prefer people to come through Instagram, the website? The website, I have email and I have Instagram. I think the website is good just to gauge what you're looking for. So when you are checking out through the website, if you are getting a bespoke design, there is a brief box for you to fill in all the details, any fonts, colors, you know, anything that you're after. I do absolutely love that contact with clients. So just to really gauge what they're wanting from their day. So email's also wonderful. DM, I'm always available. I'll always get back to you. So any of those three platforms, perfect. Incredible. I'm sure you just love seeing the photos that you receive or that people are tagging you in of their wedding day and you're seeing your creations just a part of their day. It would be so beautiful. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I sit at work sometimes and I'm I'm knee deep in a bucket of work and then I see that I've been a small part of a couple's day and I just, I feel so privileged to be a part of that. It's wonderful. Amazing. Well, everyone who's listening, they are obviously listening for a reason because I'm sure somewhere I have advertised it as a signature cocktail moment. So they're all a <laughs> part of it. So yeah, definitely you guys just need to make sure you're ordering these beautiful cocktail floats for your day. And thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Not a problem. Thank you so much for having me. Now, lovers, that is all there is time for today. I hope you adored this episode just as much as I did. As you indulge, be sure to share away on your socials, tagging at ohsosmitten underscore so I can feature you and, of course, do a sneaky follow and stalk on your wedding day. 
I would be so grateful if you could leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast, five star of course, and share the love of the podcast to those who are about to walk down the aisle. Be sure to check out and join the official Spit and Love book over on Facebook. These are our people because remember, no one loves talking about your wedding day more than those about to say I do. I'm here to make your day that little bit more intentional and curated with all the finer details. Within this community, choose kindness. And as always, I acknowledge the land in which I'm recording this podcast. I can't wait to chat next week, lovers. Bye-bye.